Aura, and welcome to another edition of the GeoDorable podcast with your hosts Chris Morris and Mark Thompson. For more information on this episode, visit the GeoDorable page on Facebook. Hello, Chris. Hello, Mark. How are you? Yes, <laughs> I'm good. I had to think. Well, when you have to think, there's something going wrong, hey? Yeah, probably. Hmm. How about you? How are you? I'm all right. I'm, I've, you know, it's that kind of uh, first proper week back after being on leave, and I've finally got on top of everything, or at least not as far behind as I was. Yep. No one said, did you see my email? Oh, no, that happens anyway. All right. <laughs> How's things with you? Yep. Good. Uh, looking forward to the weekend. Uh, yeah. Um, looking forward to conference in a few weeks' time. Yeah, it's getting pretty close now. Have you got your uh, your presentation in? Uh, no. Oh, okay. It was last uh, day today. Yeah, I'll load it tonight or tomorrow yes. or the next day when I actually find time. It's one of those things you're like, you know, I'm going to set aside time and do my presentation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I did. I actually r- I ran through it today with my colleagues and they had some feedback and I put rough notes onto my slides and then haven't touched it yeah it's presentations for me have always been like a bit of a last minute thing I blame I do you know who I blame I blame um, Esri UK right mm. teach me bad habits it was always kind of like a little bit last minute okay I'm, I'm sure all of Esri UK I mean I think it's policy there is it or are we slandering them Oh, probably ask. No, I don't mean it in, in a bad way. It's just that kind of, it was like just-in-time delivery, you know? Chris, stop preparing your slides too early. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just that that excitement of doing things at the, the, the last minute. It's like, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, practicing my presentation. I'm so bad at doing that. I can't practice because I make it up as I... As, as I'm on stage, you know what I mean? That's why you practice it more, so you actually know what you're making up. No, it's like it's like this podcast, Mark. Like, you know. This podcast is practiced. <laughs> yeah, no. It's, we should. Well, no, it is, because we spend, like, we spend a number of hours. Anyway, why are we arguing? Um, welcome. <laughs> this yes. Is, this is, uh, the, yeah, weakest introduction we've done in a long time. No, I think this pretty much sums up uh, how things are. We talk a lot about, you know, stuff, and uh, occasionally stuff. some of it rubs off, and it's to do with GIS and maps and spatial yeah. things, which and is kind of the plan. But you and know. that's why we're number one. It is. I, I think it's the the sparkling wit and repartee that we we have together that's made us number one, Mark. I thought it was the technical expertise and insights into the market. Oh, it could be that as well, actually. Special. About it. Yeah, it could be. I mean, you don't get that on other other podcasts. None in New Zealand, certainly. No, all the world, mm. that mixture. Um, so we like to talk about GIS stuff, about a bit about New Zealand stuff. Um, but the stuff we do say is uh, our own opinions. It is, and we we have to we have to say that because, well, yeah. we both have day jobs, and you know we like and to we keep like them. them. Yes, yeah, very much so. Yes, so um, this is entirely either made up or just our opinions. Less of the made up. I mean, some of these stories are real, Mark. Oh, sure proper research done by yep. you know by, by us and everything and that's why we post so much information on twitter and i'm not being sarcastic there even though it sounded like i was being sarcastic uh, uh true uh, i, I yeah. posted something this afternoon i thought it was quite cool Can't remember follow what it is us now. on twitter my geodorable or facebook geodorable yeah geodorable facebook email yeah. us at geodorable at gmail uh dot com 
dot com. Important that last bit. Yeah. Hmm. Yes, yeah, an exciting podcast. Well, we're going to start with the news. That wasn't um, a question. No. Well, <laughs> it was a statement, surely. It was. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're going to start with the news, then we're going to move on to uh, topic of the week. And this week is quite uh, quite interesting this week because, um, well, yeah, it, it's I not it's, about hammers. No, but it's a subject dear to both our hearts, I think, actually. Yeah, well, it's a theme of this podcast. Yeah, it is. Um, um, so let's get into the news. Okay. Spatial news. Right, we good, love a good fight on this podcast. We do, and, and, and uh, I was just think I was just thinking just at that very second, um, maybe we shouldn't have started with this story because um, it's uh, it's a downer. It is, but actually, it, it's actually uh, it's a pretty interesting story about you know um, what can happen. It's an interesting development. Um, a few weeks ago, we talked about SAP having won some cases, the legal oh, cases yeah, yeah. about yeah, licensing. Yeah. Um, and that was a fairly, I, I wouldn't say cut and dry, but there were some licensing rules and the court proved they'd been broken. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a matter of opinion. Yep. Um, but this one, this is about uh, those across the ditch in Brisbane. So yeah, this is uh, Brisbane City Council have terminated a, 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 a sorry, a 122 million, I'm assuming uh, Aussie dollar, um, IT contract uh, with Technology One, yeah, um, which is which is huge uh, when you think about it. It's uh, that, that's, that's, a, that's a big number. It I, is. I wouldn't mind that in my bank account. Do you know what? Just to put it in perspective, though, uh, 123 million—that's huge. And then you hear that uh, you know Neymar has uh, <laughs> you know paid 200 million to get out of his contract. Um, yeah, what's he making a week? It's like 951,000 or something. Anyway, yeah. anyway. We're not Neymar, um, and thankfully we're not Brisbane City Council or Tech One because uh, Brisbane City Council cons- terminated the contract. Yep. Uh, and now Tech One are taking them to court. They, I mean, what's interesting about this is that you know you read this story and hey you know we, we admit we're no closer to this story than you know what we've read. We have no insight whatsoever. But um, this this sounds like one of these real he said she said. You know, the council is saying that uh, uh, your technolo- technology one didn't deliver on what they promised, and technology one is saying, well, that's because the council made it impossible for us to be able to deliver it. Yeah, um, but also the war of words. Like, mm. it's not just that. There's actually political statements, I would say, or comments that are not maybe in the best light uh, or hard to come back from. They're not going to get on, are they? I mean, I, I think they're no. probably off each, off each other's Christmas cards. Yeah, and, and to make you spat that public yeah, um, with these words, interesting. So have a read. Um, What's it got to do happens. with GIS, Mark? GIS nothing. is on computers, and this is about computers. Uh, I, I think for, for me, though, it's just, uh, you know, um, we work in, a, in, an, in the IT industry, you know, a special branch of it, perhaps, but we work in the IT industry. Um, and, you know, this does happen, I think. Uh, and it's... it's, well, it's uh, it does happen, but this is public. Yeah, this is very public, uh, pushing your laundry. Kind of. So, yeah, watch, watch the space, um, and we'll post links up on our Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. 
Spatial News. Now, Chris, you're a bit of a Stravaholic. A Stravaholic? Um, yeah. I've, I've, I've got a few things on Strava indeed, yeah. Yes, yeah, so am I, actually. I was, uh, I was Stravaing this afternoon. You I got, do, you want, got, do you want to tell the listeners about your... Uh, your I, I got a personal best on a hill climb today. That was pretty pretty stoked with that. I was 26 seconds faster than normal. Yeah, fantastic. But you're talking about last week when I um, drove a road <laughs> instead of cycling it and Strava crowned me uh, king of the mountain. <laughs> I did, uh, yeah, 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 Strava assumes that um, you're quite <laughs> capable of getting up to kind of 60k on your bike. Well, 100k. 100k on your mountain bike, no less. So, yeah. Um, you would have thought yeah. it'd be smarter than that. I, I, I still wonder why it's not. But Yeah, I would have thought, you know what? We don't think... Um, yeah, you're so much faster than anyone else. <laughs> but anyway, Strava's anyway. not that smart. But what they have done is... Well, so uh, as, as I was both big fans of Strava and Strava in the past that demonstrated how they are quite capable of uh, coming out with some great visualizations. And, um, you know, if, uh, a few of the listeners out there may have seen the kind of the hot spots uh, that they've done on where people have uh, cycled or where people have run. And you have these great kind of linear hotspots. Um, that's not what we're talking about here. What we're talking about here is a Strava speed map where they've taken uh, the most popular routes for cyclists and joggers and they've colored those routes by the, the, the kind of the average speed along them. So yeah. you start to, you know, start to identify the, the really fast routes and the slower routes and so forth. It's pretty and cool. The more cleverer people than others um, at finding routes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. What, huh? Oh, one thing I did notice is how rubbish some people's GPS's are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yes. Although I must say, I have this discussion with my um, biking mate every time because I seem to do an extra kilometre than him every week, uh, even okay. though we're following each other around. Well, it's all under trees, though, isn't it? Uh, where you cycle? Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Um, but yeah, this project. this is really, really, really interesting from a data perspective. It's actually be good thing to throw into a big data predictive analytics type thing mm-hmm. uh, well, for me as well it demonstrates uh, you know, considerations of safety you know um, if, if you've got a road where people are bombing along you know that that's that's, that's greater risk to the, the cyclist potential potentially so what can you do there around you know reducing traffic or making or separating traffic from um, cyclists and so forth uh, it, it's it's yeah, as you say, a great use of, um, of of data in this in this way. Yeah, and you can also find out where cyclists are going that they shouldn't. That's well, yeah, that's Strava in general. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, a good map. Check it out. We'll post a, a link up um, shortly. Yep. Spatial news. Now we keep talking about events. We do. Um. And there's a big event coming up in a few weeks for us. Uh, yeah, so... Um... <laughs> Come on, <laughs> make it fast, make it what snappy. Is it? What is it? Well, uh, yes, sorry, so yes. We, so the uh, New Zealand is reuser conference. Yes, we in have. In case you weren't reading between the lines. Uh, I was, but um, anyway. Yeah, so yeah, New Zealand is reuser conference coming up uh, in less than this, ne- next less week, than isn't week. it? Monday yeah. week. Yeah. Um, Lots of excitement uh, in the Twitter sphere. I think about it. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see, from me personally, uh, you know, how it compares to the uh, the UC. How many stories? Or I think it'll be equal. Easily. Oh, yeah, I mean, yes, but I, I want to know how many kind of um, 
demos they've brought over because that's always uh, that's always fun to see. And of course, yes. um, we'll be there with um, the fashion of wear. Yeah, so, um, pushing pushing the link between GIS and fashion. It it's been there in the past, but I think maybe I wouldn't claim a world first. But we are pushing the fact GIS and fashion are inseparable. Inseparable, that's the word. What's the opposite of mutually exclusive? Inseparable. Right, inseparable. <laughs> uh, yeah, but so, yeah. you know, and... And um, and what we'd really like is people to join in the fashion of wear hashtag. Yeah, because... Uh, on Twitter. I, I think it's it's going to take the world by storm, hopefully. And and celebrate the styles of the GIS people, because GIS people come in different shapes and sizes. They have wearographers and wearologists and wearominists. Mm-hmm. And they all dress differently as well. Do you reckon there's a different style? Do you reckon you can tell your uh, wearologist from your wearographer just by what they dress? I would guess sandals. Oh, for the... Which, oh, I, uh, oh, okay. Go on, carry on. Yeah. I, 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 so I you're saying wearographers are more of a sandal wearers than a... Uh, yeah, I would, I would say that. Okay. Mainly because sandals are far more practical. You have sandals, don't you, Mark? Uh, sure. <laughs> Do you not have sandals? Where is this going? <laughs> no, I don't have sandals. You don't have sandals. What do you have, Chris? Jandals? I, I have jandals. Or if you're in other parts of the world, these are flip-flops or thongs or strapless jandals? Sandals? Anyway, I don't know. We're so getting into the fashion of wear here. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, no, I don't, I don't have sandals because I'm a wearologist as opposed to a wearographer. I've always said you're a wearographer and you've just proved it. Sure. Anyway, it's a conference. It's the greatest conference. It's the largest conference in um, New, Zealand New Zealand about geospatial Australia. Yeah, actually, it could be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, watch out. Look out for the hashtag, the fashion of wear. Um, we're really, yeah, looking forward to people celebrating fashion. It is GIS. Um, and just a little plug, if you haven't registered yet, then you really should get around to doing that. Yeah, and if you're looking for something to go see, there's a great presentation about kebabs and cookie cutters and lasagnas. Who's presenting that, Mark? Uh, it's presented um, by myself. Oh, wow. It's going to be great then. It is. Um, yeah, I, I learned something today about lasagna. I'm not sure I should share it because it might be even more relevant, but anyway. Okay, let's move on because um, this is supposed to be punchy news. Spatial news. So, should we? Where should we go now? I'm. Uh, I'm thinking Astro Digital. Yes, Astro Man. Uh, okay, so we love um, a good satellite. Uh, <laughs> we love a lot of stuff on this podcast. We're quite we loving. We, uh, we're very loving. We're not really haters. Um, we, we seem to be loving a good fight between Tech One and Brisbane City Council as well. But well, that that's going to be that is going to be interesting to watch. Anyway, so um, there's a new kid on the satellite imagery block. So this uh, gives you an idea of how easy it is to launch satellites nowadays. Like it does seem it's quite common. Well, these are these, uh, what do they call them, microsatellites or... Um, yeah, swarms. Swarms, you know, um, which which Rocket Labs, of course, are, are making even easier to, to launch. Um, so what Astro Digital uh, are doing is they're trying to be the, the all-in-one platform 
Um, so they're going to own their own kind of constellation of satellites. They're going to be capturing imagery all over the Earth. In fact, they are already capturing imagery all over the yeah. Earth. Um, but what they're also doing is making uh, it possible to do uh, on-demand imagery processing. Um, so you can very quickly, you know, um, pr produce the kind of satellite imagery that you want and process it in the way that you want. Um, and taking that a little step further, they have also developed an API which uh, you can hook into to, you know, pull this imagery into an application of your choice. Um, so it's it's they own the satellites. They're doing on-demand uh, imagery processing, and they're creating an API as well that you can hook into uh, to, to do this yourself. Now, what they're saying is that rather than having to buy this image, you subscribe as a service. Um, you know, it's 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 really uh, changing the picture of of you know what's what's happening in the industry at the moment. Yeah, um, I've also heard um, there's talks that drones are phasing out, and I believe yeah, yeah it was your response from the uh, Esri conference that yep. there wasn't really drones anymore. And well, when when you can launch a satellite, you know, or many satellites as, as cheaply yeah. as it now is possible to do, okay, and you don't have to drive there, you don't have to apply yep. civil aviation laws, um, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I mean, you're not getting quite the same uh, resolution, uh, nowhere near. But um, well, that will come very fast. It will. But for what what these guys are doing, um, you know, so so they're focusing actually on the agricultural market to to start with. Um, but you know, the the intention is, you know, with the agricultural market, the imagery. You probably know better than I do, Mark. But you know, the imagery doesn't have to be as accurate if you're if you're uh, looking at. It d depends what agriculture. You're probably talking more horticulture. Yeah, could be um, than agriculture, but um, yeah, definitely, definitely things that are easy to analyze and easy to take photos of twice a day. Yep. Yeah. Um, so the other interesting thing, just saying how easy this is, there are fifteen satellite operators vying for um, Earth imaging business. Sure. Yeah. Fifteen of them. Yeah, it's. I mean, when we were growing up, you know, only a few years ago. It was just NASA and Russia. <laughs> yep. You know, and then, then I don't know who came next. Um, maybe Europe. Um, but yeah, so in the space of, I don't know, what, 10 years, Chris? Mm -hmm. Complimentary. Yep. We've gone um, from two to 15 vying just to fly satellites. And, and do it in, in a way that just... Well, commercial know. way yeah um, these, these guys have commercial. got gigabit download speeds yeah it's it's, it's awesome. amazing yeah um, all right we'll post some links up to that on the website have have a look at satellite technology i think last week we were talking about drones how great drones are were we because uh, israel australia put out that drone thing oh, which yeah. we, we thought it was quite good oh, um, i think i think there's still um there's room for both i think drones well, though are for vast small areas high resolution but also drones are good for photogrammetry mm -hmm. yep. really good for photogrammetry because um, it's very cheap to take photogrammetric pictures and process that yeah 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 okay spatial news uh all right speaking of great events another one another one the new zealand yeah, I don't know. What is it? So the future of open data in 
Etero. Um, and where? Etero. Sorry, you've now you've now you've now got me that kind of. I can no longer pronounce am I, words. Am I saying it right? Am I not yeah. saying it right? Am I offending yeah. people? Yeah, you've met in New Zealand, right? So, Etero. You see, you've done it. You've got me confused. Anyway, uh, so yeah, the future of uh, open data, um, Thursday, the seventh of uh, September, um, and this is um, in Auckland. It's uh, it's I guess it's uh, by coordinates, um, a great place to go and get your data. Um, but yeah, so this is a um, yeah. an event held by these guys. Uh, it looks be, pretty interesting. It'll be interesting um, because we've talked before about how many there's a, there's a few too many open portals in New Zealand. It's quite a few. Everyone seems to have their own portal, 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 portal. Um, and that coordinates probably the main one, and they're sort of sponsored by stats and lens, I suppose. Mm-hmm. In that way of pushing open data. Yep. Um, the other interesting thing I'd, I'd like to see is um, open data consumed by uh, Esri REST service. Mm-hmm. As in, well, open data in a format of Esri REST service. Yep. Uh, because it's the most useful thing for New Zealand. Well, we're uh, we're promoting uh, this event a little bit, but um, we're actually going to have uh, Anne Harper from Coordinates um, come on in a few weeks' time to talk about this event and other things. So um, look out for that as well. Yeah, it would be great. Spatial news. Did we push that date enough? The seventh of September. Yes, seventh of September. Um, Open data from Auckland. Yes, we'll, we'll keep on plugging. We're going to plug away okay. uh, next week. So um, I think this is the, the final story for now. Yeah, so this is a bit of um, clickbait I found. <laughs> um, about LinkedIn. Indeed, and, oh, and again... Sorry. Uh, it again has absolutely nothing to do with GIS. Um, but it has, because... LinkedIn is, it seems to be quite focused, I, I feel, anyway, in the IT industry. Um, yeah, it's definitely like an IT industry of Facebook. Facebook yeah. IT. Um, but what the clickbait said was why you shouldn't update your LinkedIn. Um, and it actually isn't anything to do with... Well, it isn't anything to do. Basically, LinkedIn... Mm-hmm. Or, um, people update their... Res- uh, not even their resume, they update their profile. And um, there's companies out there that um, trawl LinkedIn and then glean data and then sell it back to, to company other, yeah, basically sure. to your manager. And they're saying, look, if you're updating your profile, then you've got a higher chance that you're looking for a new job. Um, and therefore, the people, your manager, who should find out this information, should then pay you more to stay. Mm. That's what the article says. And I'm like, how is it a bad thing? <laughs> well, if, I, I, if your I think, current employer wants to pay you more, brilliant. Well, I, th- I think the problem with this article is they've kind of missed the point. I think of LinkedIn. Yes. Yeah, LinkedIn used to be perhaps a place where you'd go to, to you know, get a new job. But th- these days, you're just as likely to go on there to read about articles about your industry. To well, probably see what, far more likely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know. We're actively encouraged to keep LinkedIn profiles up to date, you know, and to post to LinkedIn and, and, and so yeah. forth. You know, so basically it's a stupid article. <laughs> it is, and we just want to mock it. Um, yeah. But kind of, so, so 
What we're saying is LinkedIn's useful because people are writing their own personal articles on there. Yep. Um, that may or may not be relevant, but it's always useful to read someone else's thoughts. And I also like about, you know, I kind of joked about GIS element of it. it, it it's kind of, uh, I think, uh our responsibility perhaps as, as GIS professionals to, to use you know, the likes of LinkedIn and, and other social media platforms to get off the map, if, <laughs> if you understand what I mean. Well, yeah, to try and um, talk GIS in an IT world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, so we would, also, we would endorse updating your profile, um, and I say that from a hypocritical point of view. <laughs> I just celebrated the work anniversary for a company I left a year ago. <laughs> yeah, nice work, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, was it uh, do as I say, not do as I do? Well, yeah, the problem is, I was thinking about this, I don't actually know what I do at the moment. Like, okay. there's, there's my job description and then is what I'm actually doing. Yeah, sure. Um, so, yeah, once I get creative on that and stop working so much, so long hours... <laughs> All right, well, I, I think that nicely segues into uh, Topic of the Week. Yes, stop working so many hours. No, that wasn't what I meant. It was All right. uh, get off the map. Okay. Topic of the Week. Uh, now, before we start this Topic of the Week, I suppose, should I put in a disclaimer that this isn't just a Topic of the Week to support my um, presentation at the ESRI User Conference? You can, you can put that disclaimer if you like. It's our People might not believe we, it. We, we can say what we like. It's ours, you know. Um, I, I think the, you know, what we do find is, is people, ever since we started doing this pod, podcast, we've kind of used this phrase, get off the map. And we kind of, I don't know, it, it started off as a bit of a joke, but actually it's, it's, it's more and more serious. Um, yes. And people ask us, well, what do you actually mean about getting off the map? And so we thought it'd be, it'd be worth talking about that um, a little bit more. And, and kind of, I don't know, I, I guess it's our vision, I guess, to some extent, about uh, GIS, the industry, and, and, and so forth, and, and, and the focus that it has. Um, and I think our view is that perhaps the focus is in the wrong place. Yeah, um, this is the also following on from the interview we did with Seamus mm-hmm. in episode 26 a few weeks ago, where it's talking about what's the future of GIS when you've got these non-GIS companies doing GIS and then these GIS companies still trying to do GIS yep. and the lines are blurred totally. between them and yet um, thinking way back to our um, What's in the Future podcast at the beginning of the year wow. um, where we talked about innovation happens in the GIS and in, in the geospatial space by non-GIS companies yeah and, and here we're, we're thinking of I guess the likes of um, you might say Mapbox, um, Carto, uh, yeah, and, 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 and yeah, yeah, and, and others who are kind of looking more innovative in in some regards than yeah, kind of the mainstream. And a lot of the companies that Esri buy and other you know the smaller startups that are successful, they are, I suppose, GIS based, but they wouldn't call themselves GIS companies. They're location-aware data. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're doing smart things with information and location, um, but they're not GIS companies as such. So, what do we mean by get off the map? We mean think about the business aspect, the business benefit, 
with the usability rather than the jargon. And I, and I think uh, it becomes too easy to, to get caught up in the jargon. And, and uh, yeah, we don't mean jargon just in terms of, you know, the, the, the really complicated, clever stuff that makes you sound, you know, as though you really, really know what you're talking about. It's the simple stuff. Um, you know, we, we were we joked about it um, a few weeks ago where, you know, it was uh, fill out this geo form. <laughs> it's a form. It just happens to have a map in it. It, yes. You know, we seem destined to have to put the word geo or map or spatial or something in front or behind everything we do. Um, it's almost like a, a kind of a reminder that this is this is something different. This is something special. Yeah. Um, but there's also, a, I mean, there is a specialness in what we do, and I, I I'll illustrate that by an example I had today. Um, we're we're looking at a new application and, I, and it uses maps and it also uses forms mm-hmm. to capture information and I said this, no it's definitely not called a geoform um, I, I asked the user the main user I said is this a forms based application with a map or a map based application with forms interesting and, what does it matter and well because one is you pull up a form and then you pull up a map and then you close the map and you go back to your form so you're constantly driving things from a form mm-hmm. menu. Yeah, fair enough. Whereas the other one is you're driving from a map. And I said, what is it that you you do when you're doing your activity? Because she had all her forms and everything all ready to go. So when you're doing that activity, are you thinking it from a map point of view? I here's my point on the map, and now I'm going to do something to it. Mm-hmm. Or here's an item in a table, and I then want to apply it to a map. So GIS is special, but it wasn't about getting you know being on the map is about what was you doing in the business and how yeah, the map sure, you, in, in that example whether there's a map or not is only relevant if it helps the solution yes yes exactly so and I think that's the point right yeah um, we need to yep. focus a little less on the map i.e. get off the map and focus a little bit more about what, what's the solution. Yeah, and also when, like the, the ESRI conference is very useful if you're a GIS person. Yep. Um, but what tends to happen is people say, um, oh look, I built this application and this is the GIS part of it, which makes sense because we're a GIS conference. Mm-hmm. But if you talk to people longer in the tooth than us they'll go oh yeah i remember doing that in uh, avenue yep or something and you're like well you know we haven't done anything new we've just used newer tools to do the same thing that they used to do before maybe in an easier way well so i mean it'll be quite interesting to see so you know this year um, um i think uh, microsoft uh, one of the big um sponsors at the uh, at the Esri conference, so you know that, that's going to change the dynamic a little bit. I think um, perhaps it will mean that we are we, we do think more about the overall solution rather than the specific map element of it. Well, yeah, an overall overall IT solution. Yeah. Um, so, what's our summary then, Chris? Get off the map. Get off the map. Get into the business. Um, 
come to my come to my uh, talk where uh, we I've talked about how we've got off the map um, at where I work, uh-huh. and we now have people talking about um, talking about spatial concepts with uh, and understanding them without using spatial jargon. Ah, cool, very cool. Yeah. So I, th- I think that that kind of explains it. Get off the map. Think about a solution. Yeah. Think about the solution. Try and be innovative. And don't feel it feel necessary to put the word geo in front of everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. That was topic of the week. 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 Cool. Uh, That's good, Mark. I like. Should we do? Um, Export shape, huh? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering what sort of condition you're going to be in. Uh, like I, my, my suspicion is that even though you've been, you know, off, off the learning since since your heights at the conference, that you're still going to have that reflex. You reckon? Okay, well, we'll see. Yeah. We go for mm. a bit of a maybe a bit of a faster game today, um, like speed chess, but. Um, not okay it's a bit like, it's a bit like <laughs> just chess like anyway yeah. yeah so um, this is uh, the famous export ship game where we navigate each other through the um, toolbox Esri toolbox from well we play the 931 version 93 mm-hmm. version yep um, yeah and our idea is to basically call out tools that make it difficult for your uh, opponent to move to another tool yeah, that that sounds simple, but the reality is it's it's quite hard. <laughs> or it might be simple when we make it hard. Yeah, either way, we're about to prove it. Right, All right. let's go. Export to shapefile. Your serve. Uh, it is my serve. Uh, thank you. Um, well, <laughs> I I'm, I'm starting off fast. <laughs> Boom! Just like that. All right, fine. Uh, <laughs> Come on, tin think, node. think, think. Tin node. Tin node. 3D analyst. Well, we haven't tinned in ages. I know. Did uh, you have any? Did you, any of your opponents tin you? Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, I can't remember. Possibly. Okay, you, and you didn't try and t- triple tin anyone. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Wasn't okay. that good? Um, I'm going to go. 3D analyst intersect 3D line with multi patch. Okay, fine. Um, import XML workflow. Oh no, workflow. No, work, workspace document. Uh, yeah, I was wondering. I was going to correct you there. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, uh, but you pulled it back. Um, actually, we don't even play out of bounds, do we? No, sort of not often. Too lenient. Hmm. Uh, okay, data management toolbox meet data management toolbox create database connection okay interesting following each other a little bit here um, um, last point statistics as raster mm. yeah I must say your knowledge is quite good <laughs> not to say it was bad before but you're pulling them out um, okay Project raster. Quite simple, simple response. Um, oh, split line at point. Data management tools again. Yeah. 
Okay. I'll try and move you out with a select layer by attributes, also from the data management toolbox. Uh, I'm going to warn you. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to try for a red lane slam. By the way. <laughs> ah! Um, I had wondered. Cost allocation. Cost allocation. Nice. Uh, you are playing better. Um. Extract by attributes, special analyst. Hillshade, special analyst. Woo-hoo. Okay. Um. Feel intimidated. Point statistics. Special analyst. Oh, I sink. Oh. Ah. Move away, mate. Point solar radiation. <sighs> oh, how'd you do that? <laughs> ah. Oh, that's like the largest roadblock ever. Whoa, that was very clever. In fact, are you getting help? Because that's way cleverer than you normally manage. <laughs> it was desperation. Oh man, that's like a complete roadblock in the middle of my. Uh, you just destroyed my train of thought. That redland slam is not going to happen. Um, export to shapefile. Wow. Wow. You completely derailed my thoughts there. Yeah, I didn't deserve it. Point solar idea. Jeez, I thought you'd pull that one out of the bag. I, I, uh, yeah. It probably helped our stalling about trying to think of things. No, nice, nice move. See, that's that's the game. Yeah, yeah. If we we're playing another round, I think you'd um, yeah, wipe mm. the floor with me. Well, Mark, it's uh, it's Friday night, and and the dedication to our listeners is um, legendary. Well, it is. It's Friday night, and I don't even have a beer in front of me, which is quite depressing, actually. I had one this evening, Emerson's. Oh, nice. Um, session ale. It was okay. Okay. Oh, no, nothing wrong with the beer. I'm just not an ale fan. Yeah, fair enough. Well, um, I think we... Uh, That's it. Yeah, we should talk again next week, maybe. So next week, more about the conference. Yeah. Um, more about other events going on. More technology. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah. All right, we'll talk to you next week. Uh, yeah, enjoy enjoy your week, and um, I hope uh, everybody enjoy the podcast. Indeed. Mm-hmm.